0: An hour straight is plenty. Yeah. You sniffing? Yeah. What you sniffing, boy?
1: Uh, microphone smell like dog. I think dog been in here on podcast. Yeah? Yeah, I think somebody was doing puppy chow.
0: <laughs> the puppy chow podcast. Do you think you're supposed to wash
1: this? You know? Yeah, you could throw it in like cold so it doesn't shrink. Be oh, like a, it shrank. Oh, it shrank. <laughs> now it's a pinky microphone. Oh, yeah. Put it over your pinkers and <laughs> act like you're talking on your baby
0: pinky like Dr. <laughs> Evil. Is this thing on? <laughs>
1: on the street accosting <laughs> strangers doing man on the street interviews with your pinky mic hey mister man i got a bunch of good candies <laughs>
0: halloween
1: good morning halloween grimace i did have one intro i wanted to do and that's the only one i'm going to do i don't like it when it's gross with sound <sighs> okay
0: yeah let's get to it uh
1: hey man what the fuck who am i sitting here with i'm sitting here with robin hood meningitis yep yeah and that's the one that was good yeah it was funny i thought of it earlier so (laughs) maybe i'll add more maybe i'll just leave it so it's like a hundred percent success ratio
0: yeah yeah that was good that was really big um you know i'm glad very small we really need to be talking more about meningitis Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Did, did you know the guy from Robin Hood, mid and tights, is the guy from Saw One, in no.
0: the room with the shackles? I've never seen any Saw. They're scary. They're bloody and spooky. I found they'd hard to believe.
1: I think I'd laugh a lot during that movie. Uh, well, the first one's good. The other ones aren't good. Uh, <laughs> and I'm glad we're jumping right into so the got, Saw franchise. So we got we got like a
0: twenty percent like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's about eight Success. of them. Success. Oh, is there eight? I uh-huh. thought there was five. No, there's plenty, plenty to go around. Saw wise, I'd like to, uh, <laughs> I'd like to set up a big trap or whatever, like saw. I think we've talked about this. We talked about grimy saw traps on here. Before. Yeah, um, putting
0: people in the basement uh-huh. or something in, in a big hole. <laughs> it was just a big hole. That's what it was.
1: And and you just get buried up to your neck, and then the little jigsaw thing. Uh, Rides this tricycle up to you And he says I wanna play a game Just kidding You gotta stay here forever (laughs) (laughs) There's no way I need to stay
0: Yeah I think that Like silence And being stationary Would be way more More torture than solving Like solving riddles Is gonna like Take Take your your mind off You know (laughs) Like wow this is fun If you're just buried Neck deep In like In a humid room Yeah and like goop (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah, I remember that it was really humid in there. <laughs> Fucking pig slop. Yeah, you know. dude, and and you're fed. Like you're fed, like someone comes three times a day, gets you <laughs> your nutrients, gives you water. And you're just stuck, dude, neck deep. You can't move. You're fed, so you just don't die.
1: And then after six months, they take all the goop out, and they say, okay, leave. But your whole body's
0: just atrophied.
1: <laughs> so you just can't even move. You, and you can't have to, walk. You have to look at the door until you
0: build up your strength. Uh, just, uh. Just all, your body has eaten all of your muscle. <laughs> you're just a human skeleton. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd that like to great. see that. Me too. Do you think the Chinese did that? For sure. In that, uh, what was that uh, thing? Unit
1: 54? 731? Yeah, something like that. I think it was like a Japanese. But it w- yeah, I'm it was sure the they Japanese. did. They did free- it to the Chinese. Yes, and American. Uh, we
0: didn't. We didn't... We didn't convict them of war crimes if they gave us the information.
1: <laughs> like, I need to know how a human's arms can freeze off.
0: Yeah, because this is how pertinent. long can someone survive in liquid in a vat of liquid nitrogen? Oh, point <laughs> four seconds. Useful. <laughs> <laughs> how long can a
1: cat survive in a room full of hungry rats? <laughs> this will help our
0: navy. Okay. <laughs> that Casey. You raise an interesting question. Yes, very. How many rats could one cat take on? And I'm talking like street fight, like feral cat. Like I'm talking about like a street cat. You're talking about like New York rats? Yeah, like no. Okay. Well, okay. Like no, not like monster rats. Yeah. Like regular, like I'm saying, like, okay, regular city cat. Yeah. No home, lives on the streets. You know, probably eats rats, eats out of the dumpsters. Yeah. That type of cat.
1: Used to it, an And then,
0: then regular city rat. Like, not house rat, not wood not rat. Not New York
1: rat. But no, ba- not Baltimore monster rat, rat but yeah. like
0: regular rat. You okay. know, so like bigger than something you'd find in your house, but not a fucking monster of a rat. I think... How many do you think, If if all of them, like, if the cat was maybe not hungry... But you know, because you don't want them now malnourished. I want like this cat. I want it fully ready. Yeah, against fully ready rats. Yeah, you've How been many... feeding
1: it for like a week, How? and it looks good. <laughs> yeah,
0: it looks. It's looking fucking thick yeah. and
1: veiny. You've been putting it on a cat treadmill, like fucking Rocky Four, and they all the rats are all jazzed up, ready to fight their adversary. I think it'd be lower than you'd think. I think rats are pretty goddamn fucking ferocious. I, I, and now are the rats hungry? Yeah. I'd say 10 Like, rats. there's
0: no... There, 10? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty good. That's not bad. You think the cat could handle up to 10? Well, dude, rats are pretty big. And, and I'm not just saying, okay, like, all right. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Did you pick that up? Ooh. Maybe? These mics are great, You dude. picking
1: up what I'm putting down,
0: butt-wise? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyways, I know <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of just adding to this. So this isn't, you know, like scientific, but sure. It's not like a flat room, you know, oh, like, no. let's say like there's some obstacles, you know, like it's. Oh, so the cat could kind of fucking
1: uh, corner him off one by one.
0: Yeah. Like it's not just like an empty concrete room, <laughs> like, a, like a fucking
1: cockfighting pit, you know, then the rat uh, dude. Then the cat would be fucked with like five rats, I feel like because like three rats are as big as a cat. Four rats, five rats. That rhymes.
0: Yeah. But I don't think rats can jump. A little bit? Like a little, but like cats are dynamic, dude. Yeah. it can This party. cat is dynamic. He's the best in the league. <laughs> 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 he can throw for 70 yards. He's
1: very versatile. <laughs> Whether it's fourth down or first down, you want this cat on your team.
0: Absolutely. If you're the
1: Miami Dolphins. You got nothing else to do. Nothing to lose.
0: So, are you going down on your rat number now? Are you uh, going down on rats, Casey?
1: <laughs> Casey has no integrity, man. We were talking about his fucking rat numbers, and he kept just dropping them. He's not putting any heart into it, um, dude. You're not
0: holding to your answer, man.
1: <laughs> hey, stick up for yourself. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna stay with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna raise it from ten. If there's obstacles, I'm gonna say twelve. 12 rats because mm-hmm. yeah. cats are like killing machines they could just they grab are. it and snap its neck yeah they're pretty but strong
0: I'm pretty sure that rats are like smart you know yeah they're smarter than we give them credit uh, for. Uh, I saw
1: a rat reading a book
0: yeah what was it reading was it reading like a Philip K. Dick novel or like what are yeah. we talking It was, was the- it reading like you know like some uh some fucking like Tom Clancy.
1: It was actually it was the novelization of the Spy Who Shagged Me. The, the oh, Austin movie.
0: I don't know how smart that is. <laughs> well, it's he got good taste. I, I mean, he might have a good sense of humor. I don't know about taste. It's pretty funny though. Yeah. And then the rat, is that your honest opinion?
1: Yeah. Your professional opinion? Yeah. And then the rat looked up at me, and he said, "Hey, I just got." To this really the, good part.
0: The, the rat looked at you and yeah. you said, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cat said- Like Michael Myers. The cat said- Like Mike Myers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the cat said, sex? Yes, please. And then we both laughed because we remembered it from the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. And he said, oh, have you read the part about a lot of vagina? And I said, I, I saw the movie.
0: And the rat looked at you and he said, oh, <laughs> 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 I like pussy, baby. <laughs> Did Austin said
1: He said, say that yeah, he said I love eating pussy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which is
0: my favorite my favorite line from that See, movie. See, it's funny because it's a double entendre because the rat, because uh, <laughs> they're with the cat, and he eats the cat, so you get it?
1: Yeah, that's that was good, dude. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. All rats love that movie. It's something that's built into their school system. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's something yeah it's something they learn about in the sixth grade yeah. they do a whole unit on the, the <laughs> at a very the formative Austin age Power series yeah
1: <laughs> that'd be good rats are smart as fuck man i bet a rat could ride a paper airplane like Stuart little ride
0: one or <laughs> make one are you saying it could ride a paper I'm airplane could ride one steer it I, I don't know if it was made out the of thick weight. enough material okay yeah If it was made out of cardboard
1: and it was thrown off the goddamn Empire State or the Sears Tower in Chicago, which is even bigger, uh, I bet it could ride it and steer it all the way to Wrigley Field. Yeah? Yeah. And then fucking oh that'd be so cool if you could teach it how to do that. And then during the seventh inning stretch in the baseball game, the rat <laughs> 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 the rat comes down on the piece of cardboard. it lands,
0: it lands on the fucking uh <laughs> on the on the pitcher's mound. And he yeah. says, "Go Cubs, go!" And he, yeah, he has and his uh, hands yeah. up. He's like, "Wee wee wee!" <laughs> but and they they have a rat translator. <laughs> and he said hey, he said let's score some runs, Cubs. That's what he said. <laughs> That'd be cool. And he led the whole stadium in Go Cubs Go. (laughs) He's standing on the catcher's mound. He's like, (laughs) And the whole stadium's like, Hey, Chicago, what What do do you you say? say? And the rat goes, (laughs) 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 They're filling in the blanks. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cool. They can tell by his cadence that he's doing Go Cubs Go. Yeah. You know he can't speak English, but he makes little squeakums. Mm-hmm. Then they give him a corn dog and they lead him out a special exit. <laughs> and usher comes up with the corn dog and he just puts it in his mouth it, wait, 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 like just kind of runs off. Yeah, towards like the the fucking foul line. He <laughs> goes under the ivy
1: in the back and fucking heads <laughs> wait, wait, out. Wait, wait. He's done. He goes and robs a bank. That'd be cool. I'd like to
0: see that. I'd actually, I'd really like to see that. I guarantee. Why you isn't it's science doing this? Why
1: aren't we spending money on the important things? Rats on small aircraft. You know,
0: I'm just saying, like, I feel like <laughs> science is all business. You know, like, where's the pleasure, you know? For sure. Like, dude, if we're making all this shit, you know, like solar power, like, why aren't they teaching rats to sing? Like, there has to be <laughs> one guy. <laughs>
1: Who's wanted to do it
0: for years. <laughs> just, I, I don't know if, if it works like this, but I'm just imagining, like, it's a science firm. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's a firm, and they got a bunch of other scientists. And uh, it comes down from the top of the ladder. You know, like, hey, we're we're, we're going to do projects. And there's yeah. this one guy at every meeting. like, all right, listen, <laughs> let's all use our bonuses. Hey, I mean, this we're going to a- teach the rats to sing. <laughs> and this- then, listen, there's going to be a payout. The rat goes on America's Got Talent.
1: We win you all know, our money you back. Know,
0: you know Howie Mandel is going to love it or hate it because he's a germaphobe. But then the scientist goes up first and he says, Howie, Howie, calm. He's a sterile rat. He's sterilized. He's completely clean.
1: Yeah. We washed him in Dawn dish soap. Mm hmm. So no he's, greasy. No, he has no grease. Yeah. I don't care what Exxon tried to do to him. Mm hmm. He's as clean as a fucking duck on a beach.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's where ducks live, they live on
1: the beach. Yeah, he tries to get them all to sing And then they're like, you know we're supposed to be doing ribosomes this week You can't keep bringing up singing rat <laughs> And he's like, hey, picture this A rat singing American idiot By Green Day <laughs> And he just laughs and laughs and laughs But his like, Dude, like if you didn't have a tenure
0: company. here You would have been out, dude <laughs>
1: Hey, we all fucking hate you, you know that?
0: <laughs> you're lucky you're the CEO's nephew, man <laughs> If we didn't have ties, you'd be out, dude. We all fucking hate you and your bullshit rat stuff.
1: He's he's like some like 19-year-old like fresh out of fucking this fresh out of high school, like got the gig as an internship, but he has like major pull in the company. Yeah. And his he only concern Yeah,
0: cuz his grandfather started it and now his uncle runs it and part of his uh grandpa's trust he gave him a ton of stock shares so he actually is like a, a big shareholder yeah but it's, he's he's not he's not technically old enough to to run the company and so like all the people who've been working there for like 30 years like really jealous
1: of him. it pains them knowing that someday he will be running it and someday he will be using he will funds. have an
0: army of singing rats <laughs> he
1: will be allocating funds to these singing rats um, <laughs> And it just sucks Because they all have to kind of give him a little bit of credence Every time he brings it up Like oh no that's not a Huh that'd be funny wouldn't it So yeah they gotta kind of like <laughs> Let him down easy <laughs> Or else he'll can him
0: Yeah he knows <laughs> they know the time is coming And if they give him too much shit That they're out dude They're fucking out <laughs> <laughs> This is my company now we're allocating the first quarter of this of this financial year to making rats sing. I want 25 singing rats by
1: February.
0: And listen, Howie Mandel recently died, so we're <laughs> out on America's Got Talent. But the new scheme is we're going to make a Broadway show. <laughs> All of rats, they're going to tap dance. There's going to be lots of singing. There's going to be lots of numbers. Uh, <laughs> this really got off to
1: uh and it's called what if rats could croon <laughs>
0: <laughs> Croon is that a word
1: yeah like a crooner like that's it like Frank Sinatra is like really a crooner that yeah. could
0: be my new that that genuinely could be my new favorite word papoose has been my favorite word for I mean literally years like yeah. I have genuinely like that is something that I know.
1: What is papoos?
0: you don't know what a papoose? You know, papooses so is it's those like things that like Native Americans made, and it's that like baby holder, and they wear them <laughs> on their tummy. Okay. And now like Pampers Ma- makes one or something. It's made so, out of okay. So daddies can hold their babies on them. Uber. Ah!
1: It's like a baby bjorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
0: exactly what it is. Scientifically papoose. speaking, papoose. you know, uh,
1: if a man is very, very, very fat, the bottom of his stomach is called his pannus. P A N U S. Mm. I heard it on the Burt Show in Atlanta when I was like eleven years old. Really? Yes. I thought it was called a fupa. You know Bert died? Really? No. Okay. Um, it could be called a fupa. It could be called a faux pas if he does it like uh, if he Do you know what the scientific the faux do you, do you
0: know what the scientific term for a taint is? Guba. It's the perineum. I read it. Isn't that fun? That's really fun. I feel I, like we're educating our listeners this episode. For
1: sure. Well, it's about Saul and it's about What If Rats Could Sing, and it's about also What If Rats Love the Chicago Cubs. And mm-hmm. that's what this
0: episode's about, really. I'm not a baseball fan, but I'm almost entirely certain that Rats would be definitely a Cubs fan.
1: For sure. There's so much popcorn and like, paper beer cups and stuff that get left in the stands.
0: Yeah, and all the people who get really drunk at Wrigley Field, they can eat their bodies when they fall asleep because yeah, they, they had too much to drink. <laughs> when
1: they go to sleep under the L train because they missed it.
0: <laughs> did both of our phones just do that soon? I don't
1: know. I don't think mine did it, oh. but it felt good. Yeah, that it was, was
0: cool. A, I liked that.
1: <laughs> it was a good... Uh, yeah, whatever, dude. I went and hung flyers for fucking. Did I tell you this? No. Uh, Casey Hunt, friend of the podcast. I'm not afraid to talk about this. I'm just gonna talk about this. Uh, <laughs> I have no. I have fucking. I haven't been able to get any work, so I'm like trying to find like odd jobs, like whatever. Fucking make ends meet. It's not sad. It doesn't matter if I never work another day Is in it my sex? life. Sex? I don't give a shit. Yeah. So I fucked this guy, and uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> He's like, hey, man, I got a way for us to make some easy money. I got this job on Craigslist, which is always the best second half of the sentence. I was going to say, yeah, sentence. look <laughs> for
0: jobs and opportunities on Craigslist.
1: <laughs> but, so he's like, hey, it's easy money. We're going to make a couple hundred bucks in a couple of hours. And I have to get get up at 9 a.m. And I only get up at, like, fucking twelve one. Yeah, we're talking know, noon
0: at the we're, we're Yeah,
1: we're, noon is pushing it Because I'm up until 5.30 a.m. watching my Japanese horror movies while mm-hmm. also looking at my phone. Yeah. And... So I get there at, like, 9 a.m., and we fucking—the job is to go pass out flyers for the Idaho newspaper, The Statesman, on people's doors. And we did this So for, you're doing, like, a paper route? Yes. So the deal is is you get $100 if you do three full routes. And in my head, I was like, dude, we could make, like, $500. Yeah. Each route had, like, 200 houses on it. <laughs> so we got done with, like— Half half of one route in like nine hours, so I made like sixty dollars in nine hours. So, <laughs> so I made like less than minimum wage.
0: I think. Okay, see, I think it's time to get back into the pizza delivery. Yeah, again.
1: I th- I really thought about it the other day. I was like, well, I wonder if I could just call Domino's
0: and pick up a shift. <laughs> just go work at a different Domino's. Actually, no, you still live super close to that Domino's. I know. Did you end it's on right bad terms? I don't want
1: to. I'm not doing it, man. I got a I got a credit card with a couple grand of credit left, so. Oh, Max. Apple. That's how that works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, someday See, I'll be you rich should and just, famous you in like just, 10 years. You should just apply for another credit card to pay off that credit card. It's the circle of trust. Because that's how that works, yeah. <clears throat> the circle, the circle of of trust. Is exactly what the a- economists uh, named it, in, it back in 1985.
1: And that when the economy started yeah. Reagan's economy, which we're mm-hmm. still in denying. <sighs> Do you think Reagan is related to Reagan from The Exorcist, the little girl who went all green?
0: 100%. What if that was actually him? What if he was Linda Blair? Blair. I mean, he was an actor during that time period. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? So that is a very, very... It, I mean, listen, I'm just the kind of guy who doesn't believe in coincidence. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, if I think he's Linda Blair, in my head, he's Linda Blair. Mm-hmm. And I'll fight to fucking death for that shit.
0: <laughs> That's a hill I'll die on. <laughs> just like Mel Gibson. Yeah, it Flags the, of but our the, fathers. But the hill he died on was being an anti-Semite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so not advised for most. <laughs> no, I wouldn't.
0: I would highly not suggest. I would highly suggest ignoring that. Yeah, you go ahead. You don't find ignore, another hill. Yeah,
1: we go ahead. We barricade that hill off. We don't. We, none of us go on that hill. <laughs> if you were gonna be on SNL, what would your big funny ass character be?
0: Um, my big funny character would be the Big Dimblin. Bah. <laughs> And I'd come into the room, <laughs> and, and like Cecily
1: Strong would be talking and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I, I, and I'd do the news. I'd be, I'd do, um, I'd do the weekend update.
1: How long would what would you like? How what would your bit be? Would you do um, a funny voice?
0: I uh, yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's actually you got funny. it. Yeah, man. Yeah, and push no and one, believe. no one would understand me. The whole weekend update would just be garbled. <laughs> Just garble noise. Garbingony. and no one would, no one would like me, and they'd be like, "Why is this guy on?" And I'd be like, "Cause my grandfather was John Saturday Night Live, and he started <laughs> this show."
1: He started this show in 1891, back mm-hmm. when it was a written show on the page.
0: Yep. Yeah, um, skits did not translate well in a copy form.
1: I mean, it was just a script. Yeah. What were we thinking?
0: And like, it would say, like, audience laughs. It'd have, it'd have um, written laugh track.
1: And here's the deal. Even back in 1891, Keenan Thompson was still on the show. He was. <laughs> he's got a tenure. He's been, he's been there since day Just one. Just like Phil Hartman. Yes, he is yeah. still there in spirit. Yep. Thank God. Before his wife killed him. Yeah, before his cocaine-addicted wife blew his goddamn head off.
0: Yeah. I was actually reading about that today, <laughs> how Andy Dick 100% got her back into cocaine, and that's yep. when she fucking murdered her husband. <laughs> what so... did Andy
1: Dick do? Wait, let me talk about my character first, man.
0: Okay, yeah, sorry, Casey. <clears throat> what would your character it's cool. be?
1: It's cool. I just Because I... I
0: know this was an open-ended question, <laughs> just for you to say this. <laughs> no, I know I have one planned, so yeah, let's sure, see man. if I can think of one.
1: Uh-huh. uh It'd be called The River Stinky. And, <laughs> uh, I don't fucking know, man. Uh, it, it'd be like The River Sticks, so Greek mythology. It'd be like we'd do it like once a month, just to fill an episode, and it'd be me, and I look like a total ghoul or goblin, and I'm in a full cloak, and I'm like kind of leading the SNL cast across the river, and it's just full of trash. Mm-hmm. And Cecily Strong's like, ah, I think it stinks. And then Beck Bennett's like, oh, man, P.U. actually sounds like Beck Bennett. And then Are these people that are on Saturday Night <laughs> yes, Live? Yes, they are. Now? They sound like made-up names. Do don't you they? watch
0: Saturday Night Live now?
1: <laughs> I, it's it, these are, these people have been on it for like five years. Really? Mm-hmm. I could have sworn you hated that show for some reason. It's funny. Yeah. I don't watch it when it's live. I watch some of the sketches.
0: Okay.
1: I don't give people insights into what I do on a day-to-day, yeah. day-to-day basis. I want to stay I, a mystery. Yeah, I try. Sometimes I watch YouTube. Sometimes I watch Watch Mojo. Mm-hmm. So sue me. I want to <laughs> know ten times. Artists got fired from their job as directors because they pushed things too far. Mm-hmm. I want to know, here's what I want to know when it comes to clickbait. Senior citizens 65 and over need to be doing this if they're in to Idaho.
0: <laughs> yeah? What is the advice? I've never clicked Cause it. Because I'm going to be there soon.
1: I've never clicked it.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm a growing boy. <laughs> yes. And my age is exponential. So when I was one... I turned one. When I was two, I turned four. Fuck. Okay. When I was three, I turned eight. So I'm actually 736 years old now. That math checks out. Actually. Yeah. Um, That's super scary. So I could have really used this information (laughs) 10 years ago.
1: Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I I will look it up, but I did just want to finish off the sketch. So Beck Bennett's there. Mm -hmm. Kyle Mooney, guest host, Will Ferrell. Yeah. And... uh, at the end, everybody goes. God, it stinks. Can we go a different way? And then I turn around and I put on a fake mustache and I go,
0: "It's a stinky, <laughs> beautiful Casey. <laughs> I love, I love
1: it." And then that's my way to be funny. So
0: yeah, that's really good. Do you have <laughs> any other skits that you'd like to? Do? <laughs> hey,
1: man, that's actually really funny. Do you have any more you want to talk about that are just as funny? Should we talk um, <laughs> about the hot
0: dog sketch that I wrote? Sure. We, we co-wrote that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Did we? We did. I have it <laughs> written down.
1: Um, uh, that's funny. And I pitched that sketch to Ian Carmel, and he laughed very hard.
0: Yeah, he's a famous person, guys.
1: He's on The Tonight Show with we one, have, of, we one have, of The Tonight Show guys. We
0: here. have clout, but but no one helps us
1: yeah that's because we prefer to work for a goddamn living
0: because yeah. we're a couple of blue, i'm a blue collar
1: stiffs yeah. yeah
0: i work at the railroad
1: <laughs> yeah i eat railroad tracks just to fucking cut down on recycling they pay him mm-hmm. heavily yeah i can only eat probably one every couple months but it's, it's good work it's it's honest work is what it's, it is it's
0: an honest man's job yeah you know? it's an honest day casey lives down by the tracks he goes, he clocks in once a month. He says, all right, give me what you got. They hey. give him a railroad tie, brings it into his living room. Takes little tiny bites out of it every day for a month.
1: I'm wearing my, my metal gold teeth like the James Bond
0: villain. Mm-hmm, like Jaws. Uh, yeah.
1: Not, no relation to the shark, okay? No. Um, different,
0: different person.
1: Completely different. Guy. This guy's a human like being, if you can picture that.
0: A human baby? A human
1: baby. <laughs> He's a human baby. He's actually the boss baby, but... I didn't want to get into all with that with Alec Baldwin. With yes, with Alec. Baldwin. That bald was my baby.
0: favorite movie of the century. It
1: should have been called Boss Baby with Alec Bald Baby. That would have been funny <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have Holy made shit, sense, dude. I'm gonna kill myself.
0: <laughs>
1: boss Baby. One
0: summer, big Alec Bald Baby <laughs> does boss. <gasps> oh. Huh? We need to. We need an in at Universal, and we should pitch that.
1: Yeah. I want to do a universal monsters thing, you know, like the werewolf and the mummy and all that, but it's just a guy and he's called the carpenter. He's
0: fucking Is it it the story of Jesus Christ?
1: Yes. And he's got a nail gun. I know it. I knew it. He's got nails for fingers and you fucking shoot him at all the heretics.
0: Could it be a John Carpenter film? God willing. The Carpenter by John Carpenter.
1: The Carpenter. By Denise Carpenter. John Carpenter's dead. That's his wife. Yeah? No, he's not dead, I don't think. Okay. Um, but at a certain point, he's got to pass the torch.
0: Yeah. It's about time. Yeah, God willing.
1: Well, that's pretty funny. Um, you think uh, Grimace has got anything to do with uh, old Trumpo getting impeached? Yeah. He's, he's the his, whistleblower. Yeah, he's got his stinky mitts all Listen, over Listen, the thing.
0: only time Grimace does anything good is... Only if it has mischievous consequences.
1: Yes, he's definitely got ulterior motives every step of the way.
0: Yeah. He just likes to shake things up a bit.
1: Well, he was in Ukraine running that fucking Taiwanese brothel when the call broke. Speaking
0: of Taiwan, yeah. I was just going to say, we all know that Grimace is at the forefront of the protests there. Mm-hmm. Would you like to inform our guests on how he riled them up? Okay. Like their whole extradition ext- is that, is that what it's called? Extradition? I think so.
1: Sure, yeah, and, and, and definitely <laughs> it's, it's good that you brought this up because I definitely know a lot about the Taiwanese protests going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I know yeah. you
0: do. I know you keep <laughs> up with global politics. And-
1: For sure. I'm into systematic uh, macroeconomics and the whole impact on it has on the political structure throughout the entire EU. So when it comes to Taiwan, Grimace was actually running all their taxi cab businesses, mm-hmm. and he was not paying any It was n- called Gruber. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Grabus, and <laughs> yeah, it's called MacGruber, and uh, no relation to the Will Forte character, but uh, yeah, he, would, he was not paying them in anything. He was paying them in IOUs, which were just pieces of pigeon, So he would just hand them at the end of every two weeks. He'd just hand him a pigeon wing with like some sort of garbled number scribbled on it. Mm -hmm. And it took people a long time, not because they're stupid, just because they were so enamored with this character. They trusted him. They trusted him, and that was their first problem. And that's that's what keeps you know this. I mean, that's how the economy works.
0: Yeah, money is essentially just an IOU that we all just is we just believe it to be true. You know, so those people in Taiwan were desperate. You know, working for Gruber, was a good gig. You could sit in your car, listen to the radio, listen to your favorite music, uh, listen to audiobooks, you know, and they're like, hey, you know, I'm sick and tired of the grind, you know? I just want to drive around, listen to my tapes, right? Yeah. So, Grimace, being the charismatic, almost cult-like leader he is, convinced all of his employees that Pigeon Wing was going to be the new Bitcoin. Yeah. So he was like, listen, I'm going to give you one pigeon wing today. Three years down the road, this one pigeon wing is going to be worth $10,000. $10, much like Bitcoin. American currency. Yeah. yeah. And Grimace was actually probing them. Pro, pro, <laughs> probing them. Grimace was actually <laughs> promising them that he was going to actually translate uh, pigeon wings into a new cryptocurrency called Pidgecoin. Yes. You know? which would be edible yeah uh Mm uh-huh it'd be the first edible cryptocurrency you buy it in vending machines and it gives you a little piece of pigeon wing you (laughs) eat it and the money goes into your body
1: you eat it and your one finger turns black for everyone (laughs) you eat (laughs) so people know how wealthy you are
0: (laughs) it's like that movie with justin timberlake where it tells you how much time you have left to live on Mm -hmm. your watch in time but it's in money Yes, he says he's got thirty-seven thousand black fingers because you grow one once all ten turn black, <laughs> and all your toesies turn black. Then you just start to sprout fingers, so people kind of look like these hairy fingy monsters with all these little black fingies growing out of their body.
1: Yeah, the more the more the it surface like the area of your body from the is Adams covered, family.
0: <laughs>
1: the more surface area of your body is just covered in finger Mutters Fingy the bodders. more butter body you get when you're covered in Fingy body, actually, the more wealthy you are and yeah. the more w- well-respected. The emperor of Taiwan, um, John T. Fingers, John T. Fingy, yeah. um, heir to the oil baron fortune and actually heir to the red baron <laughs> pizza fortune. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he is basically just one big thumbie. He looks like uh, one of one of Flukes henchmen from <laughs> the Spy Kids franchise
0: arguably the most terrifying character that's ever been written.
1: Uh, Yeah, those things were fucking scary. And, and the fact that they were sentient and they moved almost stop motion without any brains or eyes or mouths was really harrowing.
0: Do you want to know why Anthony Bardares hasn't been in a movie since <laughs> my kids? You can call him <laughs> What's How do you say his name? <laughs> Uh
1: Banderas.
0: Oh, Ari- Anthony Banderas. <laughs> you know yeah. Anthony Berder? Anthony Burndal. Um <laughs> Bo Bergdahl. So <laughs> So he was on the set of the third uh Spy Kids movie, Spy Kids three D. And he he got into a weird thumb orgy with all the thumbbies. Oh no. And dude, they fucking they thumbed him to death. What? <laughs> and they crowned him up like some cornstarch? Oh no, that poor yeah. bastard. And so it's been a giant cover-up, much like Agra Levine. Uh, if you've ever seen Anthony Bardaris, Bardurden, he's, he's actually, uh, it's a body double, because he was thumbed to death. They thumbed him to death.
1: <laughs> they rolled him into, by the time the director and like the security was able to break into the room, because they're such sexualized creatures that kind of just go into a <laughs> frenzy, they were fucking spitting his skin up in the air like a pizza pie at a Domino's. Mm-hmm. Like a stretchy, stretchy skin And you'd be suit.
0: surprised. They may be one giant thumb, but the dexterity that they possess is out of this world.
1: Yeah, they can stretch like Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So they will go inside and they will not come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once they find a hole, good luck. Yeah. They are not coming out. Yep. That's, that's not the only place they're
0: coming. It's like a zip tie. Once you put the tip in, you can't pull it back out you yeah. know, stuck for sure. So all those thumb people put all the, all their little baby thumbs in his all of Anthony's holes, including and his then, eye sockets, which yeah, fucked him so up. Yeah. So there was like, you know, seven or eight thumbbies all thumbed <laughs> up in Anthony. <laughs> And once, I mean, they just kept cramming thumbs in him, dude, and they just turned him to a powder. He's
1: screaming with pleasure, too, the whole time. (laughs) It's like a Hellraiser thing. (laughs) It's it's a pain and pleasure one in the same on the set of of Spy Kids. Yeah,
0: I have have a a friend who was an extra on the movie, and they said that when uh, they they had to break the door down, they had to call uh, the local SWAT team. They were filming in Honduras and they had to call on the local SWAT team and they said once they broke in, the smell of butter was so overwhelming <laughs> that it, it was just in the air. It was like humid butter in the room and you were, ki- you were covered in oil for months because there, it was so thick. In the room, and they, they
1: don't have Dawn dish sub down no. there, so they, there wasn't a thing they could do. No,
0: so the whole rest of the time they were filming Spy Kids three D, everyone was covered in butter.
1: And they kind of just propped Anthony up because he wasn't finished with his the scenes. They filled him full of hay. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was like rumpled still Yeah, <laughs>
1: like a um, fucking what do you call it, man? Midsummer. They yeah. they
0: midsummered him. Yeah, dude feel like that happens a. yeah dude next time I listen I implore you next time you're watching Spy Kids 3D which I watch bi-weekly mm-hmm. so next time you're watching it just after the second act you can you can just total, you can tell a total difference between Anthony Bardier's because <laughs> mostly because he doesn't have human eyes anymore he's got marbles yeah, and he's he looks filled like, with hay. he looks like Coraline's evil mother Yeah, he has See, buttons for eyes <laughs> it's weird because the whole movie was so awfully CGI'd that you can barely tell you know, because they just CGI'd Anthony acting.
1: Yeah, and it looked like the general commercials. So <laughs> he kind of just looked like, great job on the mission, kids. They couldn't even get somebody to emulate his voice. Yeah. He sounded like a 45-year-old white man. Good That's job the with the spying, gang. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it again sometime. And then it rolls credits. Yeah. And then it says, R.I.P. Anthony
0: Bar Derby. <laughs> good good Birkin. So Birkinstock. I've got a little grimace around the horn. I th- I've prepared. Let's pop uh, it out. And let's get the fuck out of so, here, man. Um, much like what it's funny because you actually brought up Green Day earlier. Everyone knows that the Green Day song "Wake Me Up When September Ends" is about grimace uh. that fell into a coma after taking a ungodly amount of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. So the song was about grimace. And he went into a coma right in the beginning of September. And, I mean, let's be real. Grimace wasn't really in a coma. He can't be in a coma. He faked coma. He has no heart rate. Yeah. So Grimace went big nap time for the whole month of September. (laughs) And Green Day wrote a song about him because they were heavily involved in uh, Grimace's life. Yes. When they were real big in the early 2000s. He gave them their power. Yeah. So the (laughs) song was about Grimace and what they were going to do. Uh, at the end of the month when September ends. So I want this to be about the story of what happened. Grimms' first day awake in October after fake combing himself. Oh, shit. Because we both know that was a historic day. Grimms yeah. typically doesn't sleep, so he slept for a whole month to just reserve all his power. Yeah.
1: He came out. Uh, so uh, first day of October. Are we doing a song or we're just telling the story? No, we're telling the story.
0: Yeah, we can right. just tell the story. If you want to write it down, we can sing it in a ballad later. Okay, ballad. Um,
1: all right. So we'll when we start it? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> October first, two thousand six. A church's chicken in East Atlanta starts shaking, and a a white billowing. Uh, Pulsating light appears behind a cast register before just totally immolating the entire restaurant, burning it to the ground instantly. There stands Grandma's in his purest atomic form. Looks like Dr. (laughs) Manhattan, but he's purple. (laughs) (laughs) And he just starts running. He starts running as fast as he can like the silver surfer. And he's just circling Atlanta and circling and circling and circling, getting faster and faster and faster. And then he stops right in front of a, a suit shop. And what does he do?
0: He hops in. It was uh, Bright Creations off Broad Street in (laughs) He hops in. He goes, which means hook me up with your fattest pimp suit. (laughs) I'm going to look like a straight up player, dude. Like I fucking started the game, dude. So, oh my God. So the sales manager there was very confused because he doesn't understand Garble, which is what Grimace (laughs) speaks. So Grimace uh, walks over, and he takes a big handful of a velvet suit, and he says, murmur, And he understood what he was saying then. So they went through the egregious process of uh, of fitting Grimace for a suit, which we all know he has a very amorphous body. You you can't take typical measurements. It's going to be a whole process. So after it happens, they get him, dude. He's fucking gleaming. He's gleaming, dude. He's in this fucking red velvet suit comes popping out popping out onto the town he says I'm ready dude he fucking <laughs> How you he fucking grabs his cane and he shoves it in the ground like Moses with his staff and fucking splits the sea <laughs> except it wasn't a sea it was the concrete and it fucking exploded <laughs> and cleared the way all the way up to fucking Ohio Cleveland, Ohio it just fucking <clears throat> it went straight in a linear position just cracked the ground and Grimace fucking just walked <laughs> Just swinging back and forth all the way up to Cleveland where he was going to start his new life. And? and?
1: And because he kind of inverted the entirety of that stretch of the United States, it cut the journey down to about 50 yards. So he just, he just straight up walks into Cleveland, and people are fucking hanging on for dear life next to this <laughs> crust of earth. And along the way, he sees a chicken farm, and he goes, which means, I can use a little snack. And he goes and it's a big old chicken coop and he fucking grabs all the chickens his arms can carry and he puts them on the back of a Toyota Ford F-150 and fucking tips it up and puts all these chickens in his mouth like a chipmunk. And he's got like 200 chickens. And he gets to Cleveland and he walks into the fucking Cleveland Civic Center and the Cavs are playing in the NBA Finals in 2006. This is like right in the LeBron James era. And he walks out and fucking uh, David West is playing And he picks him up and he just does a kind of a Looney Tunes twirl and he throws him so fast his skin falls off (laughs) and he puts his skin over his skin and he kind of looks like one of the Monstars from Looney Tunes. (laughs) (laughs) because Space (laughs) Jam? Yeah, from Space Jam. (laughs) Because he's like fucking at this point, he's so goddamn full of chicken and atoms and concrete and this pimp suit, which just keeps kind of morphing to form whatever shape his body is taking. Uh, that he is just, he's still like, he's solid, but he's also like everywhere at once and it stinks. So everybody (laughs) in the audience is just like, what is that? Like, no one can really catch a good glimpse eyes of are, it. Eyes yeah. are just running,
0: dude. Just tears streaming down everyone's face. The stink is so heavy that your eyes just, they all dried <laughs> out immediately because their tear ducts just emptied all over their faces. So, the, Every, a lot.
1: everybody looks like the chocolate grandma from SpongeBob now. They're all shriveled up. <laughs> You take
0: it. (laughs) So the Civic Center just begins to fill with tears. I mean, imagine 70,000 people emptying all the water in their bodies out of their eyes. So it's just filling. It's filling. It's up to the fucking fourth row in the bleachers now. And it's just filling with water. People's bodies are shriveled up. They're floating around. Grimace starts to spin in the middle of center court, creating a fucking vortex. (laughs) In the vortex of tears it's a turns cyclone. into a, yeah, it turns into a fucking water spout, and it just keeps <laughs> growing in size and eating and eating. It just starts ripping all of the seats and all of the patrons and all of the all the food and the stands and create this big stink cyclone, and it rips the whole Civic Center down. And It starts going out on the town, and, <laughs> and it, it's <laughs> heading right for Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> Grimace, Grimace is riding the the wave, much like Poseidon this big stink cyclone heading towards atlantic city he says i know what i'm going to do i'm going to go to the fucking donald trump uh trump tower in atlantic city and i'm going to put it all on red and he gets <laughs> he gets there he's at the fucking doorstep and now grimms holds the power to control the element so he's just fucking levitating this cyclone is just sitting right on the doorstep of the casino it's not moving forward it's not moving backward it's just stationary And he yells inside in a booming voice, which means put it all on red. And the person working the craps table doesn't know what he means because he doesn't have anything. He has no currency. Yeah, there's no currency. He wants to put the whole cyclone on red. So, you know, feeling threatened, he says, all right, put it on red. Lands on black. Grimace has lost everything. He starts trembling. But he never had anything. He has nothing to lose. So he goes in, and then what? (laughs) I was like,
1: he's just going to finish this bitch off. Take it home.
0: (laughs) He starts trembling,
1: and he he has time in his head. He knows he has about 30 seconds before he completely evaporates into a black hole that consumes the entire universe if he doesn't win upwards of $100,000 to pay the cosmic gods. So he takes all these skin flaps that he's been saving, (laughs) They look like fucking buffalo hide. He's been drying them in his goddamn basement with pepper and shit, fucking <laughs> making them all salty so they're good to eat. But people don't eat that, and he doesn't realize that, and that's always been a point of contention for him is he doesn't understand that humans don't like to eat back back fat. So he slaps it on the table, and it just shatters the fucking uh, – <laughs> it shatters the roulette table, and uh, the guy goes, hey, man, we can't even play anymore. It's just Let it go. And Grimace goes, Scorpion! And the dude just fucking—he turns into the ball on the roulette table. It's—it's <laughs> <laughs> it's another very similar Space Jam scenario, and it, he lands on black. And Grimace reaches down with his goddamn colossus, Goliath hand, and picks him up and brings him right in front of his eye. And he goes
0: "badukter,"
1: which means always bet on black. And he—he he eats him.
0: <laughs> and that's it. And he won the game. Yeah, and that's now how the soul of Grimace inhabits Atlantic City. So, if you're ever (laughs) in Atlantic City, always bet on black. If you bet on red, your body's going to heat up to the fucking heat of the stars, and you're going to evaporate, and then your soul will join with Atlantic City, and you'll be trapped there forever.
1: And then what was left of your cosmic spirit will shimmer on a cold night, and it'll look like Team Rocket Star every time they blast it away. (laughs) Is that what you want? So I would suggest you bet on black, thank you.
0: And that's what happened when you you wake up in September, after September ends. (laughs) And that's how Chrissy Teigen got pregnant. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well that was
1: great and it felt so good to do. It felt so fun for us to be friends today. And I found all the grimace pictures that we left here. That I was worried that somebody uh, yeah, we stole. thought we were going to be blackmailed.
0: <laughs> we left all almost these really sexy. <laughs> I was almost certainly expecting a photocopy of that to show up in my mailbox in a Manila folder. Yeah, and it'd say, "Do you know about
1: this?" It says, "Hey, if you don't want this to go to your wife, maybe you call. Maybe you meet me at this address." Yeah. Tuesday. Thank
0: God we found the papers. 4 p.m.
1: And then you show up at the address, and it's just Rob Lowe. <laughs> He's got a loaded fucking forty five pressed against your head. <laughs> a record, not a gun.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. This it says, do you know what this is? This is a signed album of purple rain signed by Shaq. <laughs> you, you know how much say, this well, is what's worth? What's that mean? <laughs> says it means nothing, but it means everything.
1: You know how much this is worth? Virtually nothing. I signed it as Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, holy shit, Rob Lowe's back on the horse, baby. <laughs> Alright, let's wrap it up. Are we done here? I'm done. Goo goo pa. Goo pa. Alright.
0: <laughs> <laughs>